Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Thanks for joining me today. I pray this day is going to be a great day for you. I pray that you're going to be a great influence on someone and that you will live Jesus to the fullest and they will see Jesus in you. And you know what? That we can be a living witness for him wherever we go, whatever we do. And when we fall down, get back up again. When you struggle, call upon him. He is there. He hears your prayer. He loves you. He wants to use all of us. You know, he used very ordinary people to lead this world and to lead where we are today and to know where we're at today. It's about ordinary people. You know, Billy Graham was an ordinary person, but God used him to touch millions. Many ordinary people God has used to change lives, but he has to have people willing to be used. So I want to share with you a story about Jesus calling his first disciples and talk just a bit about that today after I share in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another day. Thank you for every listener today. Lord, whatever they're doing, I pray, God, they would put their faith and trust in you. And Lord, they would see beyond their problems, see beyond their issues. And Lord, they could see you face to face. And Lord, they would have an encounter with you that's so amazing that they fall down and worship you. God, give us an amazing encounter with you. Lord, help us to be in touch with you. And Lord, give us strength each day as we press on to be the men and women you have called us to be. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, chapter 5 of Luke is what I want to concentrate on today. And Jesus is calling his first disciples. So I'm going to read this to you. It's uh, verses 1 through 11. Then I'm going to go back and I'm going to talk about it for a little bit. And then I'm going to let you go on with the rest of your day to go out and live Jesus. Because we need you out in the world living Jesus today and every day. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Genesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. Uh, well, you hear that already. I can't help to stop and talk about it. People were crowding around him to hear the word of God. People wanted the word of God. People were hungry for the word of God. Wouldn't that be great if people crowded into our churches because they were hungry and want the word of God? Come because you want to hear the word of God. That's what they're doing around Jesus. They wanted to hear. They were so taken in. Their lives were being changed. So they wanted to be around that. And he saw at the water's edge, Jesus did, two boats left, by, left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets, washing their nets. I always say, put that R in there, but it's washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon. And Simon probably thought, what is this guy doing getting into my boat? Well, and asked him to put out a little farther from shore. He wanted to go out with a little boat ride with him. Then he sat down. And he taught the people from the boat. So he went out, was in Simon's boat. I'm sure Simon was with him there. And he was teaching them, the people from there. And so they couldn't get too close to him. Sometimes, you know, you get a crowd around you, people can't hear because you're surrounded and those in a distance don't hear you. Well, they were, so he was a little ways from the shore so he could speak to everybody, everybody there. But when he had finished speaking, he looked at Simon and he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water 
and let down the nets for a catch. Okay, folks, that isn't exactly what it says. He said, we had finished speaking, he said to Simon. It didn't say he looked at Simon, but I'm saying he's speaking to Simon, he probably looked at Simon. So anyway, just in case some of you want to say, well, I don't see a look in there, and it's not. But I just, I'm just trying to visualize it for you, sitting in a boat together, looking across at each other, and saying, hey, Simon, you know, put out in the water and put the nets for a catch. And Simon, just like a lot of us, answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. Can you imagine having that many fish that you filled both boats and you began to sink? That's a huge catch. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me. Lord, I'm a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, and Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. You hear that? From now on, Simon, you will fish for people. You will be fishers of men. So they pulled their boats up to the shore. And it says, they left everything and followed him. They left their boats. They left their nets. Everything they had to follow Jesus. Why? Why did they do that? Because they saw the power of God manifested. They knew Jesus was the real deal. There wasn't a question about it. They were loyal. And here these guys are fishermen. Jesus is calling fishermen, these extraordinary people who just were living a life and happened to be there listening to Jesus on the shore. But he chose them. He called them out and says, I want you to follow me. Little did anybody know as we way back then and even today we think back how God uses people that God uses Ordinary people. Ordinary people to do extraordinary things. God uses people like you and people like me. People who are willing to say yes to his call. And so I guess the question I'd have for you today, are you willing to say yes to the call of God? Are you willing to say, yes, Lord, I'm going to serve you I'm going to be a servant of you. Lord, I am going to do what I can to help people come to know you. I'm going to do what I can to help strengthen your church. Lord, I'm going to say yes. Do you know, and I think most people know this, 10% of people do 90% of the work in a church. One out of every 10 may do something to help the church. The other nine, they go their merry way, enjoy the service, move on. When is it going to be a time that people will say, Lord, I'm selling out to you. I'm putting you first. I am not going to be led by all my desires, all the things I want to do. Lord, I want to be led by your spirit. 
when I go to bed at night, most every night when I go to bed and pray, I said, Lord, give me dreams and visions, dreams and visions and things that that you speak to me and things that I can understand and things that I could do and I would know you more. Does he always do that? No, he certainly doesn't. I get a lot of dreams, and uh, but I, I but I pray that way. I pray that he'd just be so real to me that I would see what he wants me to do. I don't want to neglect him in any way, and it's not easy. It's not easy trying to live each and every day for the glory of God. People say, "Oh, it's nothing to it." Well, you know, you got the world chasing you down, wanting you to do all sorts of things. You got the enemy bashing you at all sides. But he wants us to focus in on him. How do you focus in on him? Well, I think there are several steps. One is you spend time in prayer. You have a prayer time, whether it starts with five minutes or seven minutes or whatever it is that you get alone with him and you call upon him and you listen to him. You take time to be still and know that he is God. But let your request be known to him. Lord, beeth my family, beeth my wife, beeth my children. Lord, be with my neighbor. Be with this person I'm at odds with. Lord, be with my work. And Lord, be with our finances. Lord, give me wisdom. You call upon him. On a daily basis, you call upon him. And throughout the day, wherever you're at, call upon him. You open his word and you read. Or a lot of times what I do is I listen to his word. I got the Gideon app. If you just want to have a good, easy app to follow, uh, get the free Gideon app. And it, you can... Listen to any chapter in the Bible at any time, and it's just awesome. And I listen many, many times uh, to the Word of God, and I try to let it saturate my mind and heart. And you can do that. And then you could be around people with the same desires. Be around the body of Christ, the church. The church is so vital. The church is an institution that God has provided for us to go learn and grow in. And now, of course, everybody's using the excuse of sickness. And ever since COVID hit, people got out of the habit. Things have changed dramatically. Folks, follow him. Get involved. Get involved in a church family. If you're not involved, get involved somewhere. Step up to the plate. God wants to use you. He used Peter, a fisherman, someone whose life was spent just fishing to make a living. And he said, follow me. And of course, he followed him for three years, learning and growing. And of course, became one of the greatest evangelists of all time, led the great revival in the book of Acts, where thousands and thousands came to know Jesus, which set the stage for us today. That revival took the world by storm. People of God, if we could take the world by storm today, we could see many millions of people no, Jesus. I so appreciate our ministry, uh, missions. We have so many missionaries out there that are touching lives in foreign countries of, of people that didn't know anything about Jesus. I think of Tanzania when my friends were back there and they were leading the mission back there and, and so many of these people didn't know Jesus and brought them to Jesus. How excited they had. Built a school and the school trained pastors and these pastors went out into vill- all over villages and spoke to their people and had a desire, and so a great revival took place. And there's some countries that great revivals are taking place to this day. We need a revival in America, folks. We need a revival in America. We need people to be passionate about God, passionate about worshiping Him, passionate about sharing Him. God wants to use you, and He wants to use me. 
Let's allow that to happen. May God bless you. May God lead you. Have a marvelous day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.